Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man on. He's an author. He's the host of the David J. Harris Jr. Show. It is David J. Harris Jr. David, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good, Joe. Thank you so much for having me on, brother. No, Appreciate it, you. It was, a, it was a pleasure to meet you about a year ago now at Mar-a-Lago for 2,000 Mules. Um, just a lot of people there that I admire, and you're certainly one of them. I love everything that you do because you're telling people the truth. And for so long, David, people were in a slumber, and they thought whatever they heard from Jake Tapper or from the Big Tech or, or Big Academia, Big Hollywood was all true. And a guy like you is bringing the truth. In fact, I love that you've written this book that we'll get into in earnest in a second. It's called A Town Worth Defending, and it's, uh, it's about teaching kids. And that's really where we yes. have to start, isn't it, David? We've got kids now today learning, and we, we got a little bit of insight into it when we had COVID and the lockdown and we saw the Zoom uh, schooling. They're learning just the opposite, the, the absolute opposite of what we thought our traditional American values were, aren't they? Yeah, they are, Joe, absolutely. Unfortunately, I think too many, too many of us parents, my, my, my kids are in their mid-20s now. I've got grandbabies now. I've got two grandbabies. Wow. But uh, too many, too many parents have been asleep at the wheel. Uh, if they're not in a public, if they're not in a private school, and even some private schools, you got to pay attention to what they're learning. But especially the public schools, they are just indoctrination camps for the left. They are churning out nothing but a bunch of woke, mindless, uh, without the without the even consciousness to think for themselves. They are devouring this propaganda from these woke. Uh, liberal communists, really, uh, teachers and yeah. professors, and they're coming out of schools, high schools and colleges, with this anti-American, anti-capitalist, anti-founding fathers uh, viewpoint of our country, which is the greatest country in the history of the world, is why millions flock here, risk their lives to come here still, and uh, yet they come out with these viewpoints. And unfortunately, Joe, one of the other biggest heartbreaks is that a lot of these kids come from conservative families. They come from Christian families. They come from families that don't share those viewpoints. You know, I travel all over the country and I speak at events, I speak at churches. Uh, and one of the biggest heart, heartaches that I hear from parents is they don't know where they lost their kids. They don't know how their kids turned out to be somebody that's that was siding with BLM, that was siding with Antifa. Some of them are even, you know, have even gone over and they're marching and they're doing stuff with Antifa. Uh, and uh, it, it's something that it's waking parents up. Uh, but in order to make sure that it, that trend does not continue we parents or grandparents, we've got to take an active role in making sure that our kids are learning the values that we as conservatives, as patriots, as believers, as people of faith, what we hold dear. And that's what this book is all about, A Town Worth Defending. It's to, it's to give parents something to put in the hands of their four to 12-year-old son or daughter or grandkids, to, uh, grandparents to put in their tw four to 12-year-old son or grandkids' hands and read with them and read the story of this little raccoon named Rowdy that's all about trying to save his town when this posse of possums is trying to take it over. We're trying to talk to kids in a way that they're, they'll enjoy. Uh, the, 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 the illustrations are amazing. The kids love it. Parents say that they love it. But it gives parents an opportunity to actually spend some time with their children uh, and talk about the values that we hold dear, that a lot of times parents is like, you know, how do, we, how do I get into that topic? How do I just share that? Or how do I share it in a way that's relatable to my son or to my daughter? Well, that's what this book does. And that's what the uh, the book, the Brave Book series does, is it gives parents an opportunity to share and talk about what those values of, of freedom, what it means to live in America, why they love this country, uh, why they believe in the Declaration of Independence and justice for all, what that means to them. And then even personally, what, uh, what this country has afforded us, each of us. You know, I'm a person of color, obviously. But I didn't get anything because of my color, and I wasn't held back because of my color. I moved forward and pushed and pursued with hard work and consistency every day based on what my dad taught me uh, in order to attain what I have today. 
And uh, and those 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 work ethics, those uh, those goals, those values, those those traits are something that are are lost. Unfortunately, our schools aren't teaching it. So that's what this book is aimed at. And we've got it. We've got to teach and reach the kids. They are the leaders of the next generation. A town worth defending. It is uh, David J. Harris, Jr. Go to David Harris, Jr. Dot com. Uh, is there a link to the book at your website? Well, the book is actually for Brave Books. I've okay. with Brave Books. So go to Brave Books, uh, bravebooks.com, and you can actually get the book for free okay. if you sign up for the Freedom Island Book Club. So every month, your son or daughter will get one of these books uh, that, that will champion one of the values. This month, my book's on patriotism. Uh, that's what this book will, will inspire and, and infuse in your child or son or daughter. Uh, but every month, if a parent signs up for the Brave Books uh, Freedom Island Book Club, they'll get a new book every single month. And you get my book this month for free. Love so it. bravebooks.com is where they'll go to get that book. David uh, Harris uh, Jr. is who we're talking to. David, you hit on a lot of stuff there, and I wanted to take it back to the conservative families thinking their kids were getting the American-valued uh, education that we, we think we're paying for. They're not. We were sort of in a slumber. Then we woke up, and then we went to the school board meetings, and there were parents being dragged out of school board meetings who were complaining that their, their daughters were being sexually abused in locker rooms because of trans ideology. So how do you combat... The FBI, the DOJ that puts out a memo saying we've got to be very careful of these domestic terrorists going to school board meetings because we want to be involved. And you're right. You just empowered me. I want to go get involved. I've got you and I are about in the same place in life. I've got five daughters, two grandkids. So wow. I'm with you and I've been paying for their education. And I, in a slumber, thought they were getting a good one until I realized they weren't. Mm-hmm. And then I was down at the school board meetings. But what about those parents that see on the news parents being dragged out of school board meetings? What do you say to them to empower them? Well, it's actually something that I actually uh, that I also uh, identify and uh, uh, and speak to in the book. It's being courageous. It's kicking fear in the face. You know, fear, an acronym that I learned a long time ago, is false evidence appearing real. Uh, and a lot of times, I believe that these these Marxist, communist propaganda machines, known as the mainstream media, they will put out these stories. That feds, uh, especially underneath the, Joe Biden, the DOJ, they put out this nonsense, treating and talking about parents as domestic terrorists hoping that parents are fearful enough to back up and back away and not do anything. And Joe, that's the absolute worst thing that anybody can do. Uh, I'm reminded of a quote often that, uh, that inspires me, and it's even evil flourishes. Evil men flourish when good men, good women do nothing. We've got to do something. We cannot allow fear to keep us complacent. We must push forward. If I see, uh, when I see that the school board meetings are being, uh, uh, the, the parents are being called domestic terrorists, that means we're over the target. That means we've got to show right. up more. That means we've got to get more of our friends to show up with us to those school board meetings to push back because this is the greatest country in the history of the world because it's all about we the people. And when we understand that and we take action together, we can't be stopped and we will take this country back. The, the, if you're listening on the radio, you can't see this, but David has a shirt on that says, leave the kids alone, which is so in, incredibly pertinent right now. We've got the movie out uh, that, that is uh, exposing child sex trafficking. You've got Joe Biden just today. The video came out out of, I think, Finland, where he's he's. I don't know, he appears to be nibbling on a child and then he's then he's snipping yeah. the kid's hair. It's so incredibly grotesque. There was a video last week where, where he leans in and says, don't tell your mom I said that. I mean, it, David, this isn't just him. There's a whole cabal out there. He's just dealing with dementia, so he can't hide it anymore. Uh, we're dealing with a cabal out there that sees our kids as victims. A, victims of indoctrination. They can make a new Hitler youth out of them if they'd like and make it about Black Lives Matter or about Antifa, about whoever they want to make it about, pride, trans stuff. Um, but they also see them as their prey, like they literally can victimize them and nobody will say anything. 
What is it going to take to turn that around? Because I don't think enough of America believes, as you and I believe, through evidence, that this is really going on. Well, we've got to continue to do what we are doing. We've got, I mean, I'm so thankful for the movie The Sound of Freedom that yes. came out. Uh, it's exposing something that has been an issue for decades. You know, on my podcast, David J. Harris Jr. podcast, I've had two very close friends of mine that have been in the fight against human trafficking for one, 20 years, the other 28 years. Uh, Yako Buyans is somebody that's actually written legislation that has been crafted into law to help make it stricter and, and carry more of a punishment for the actual pedos, for the ones running the trafficking. A lot of times the trafficker, the, 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 those traffic, the victims, they get, you know, they get the harshest sentence if arrested, while the John, the perp that's running them, gets let off or right. doesn't even get any, uh, doesn't get any charges whatsoever. So one of the things that Yako, I mean, he, I had him on just a couple of days ago. The, the podcast will air soon. Uh, one of the things that he ex, that he exposed to me should be, it, it needs to be made a movie. It should be movie number two after The Sound of Freedom. And I don't say that lightly. I'm a movie guy. I like good quality movies. Yeah. And obviously, obviously, if it's something that's actually hitting home uh, or is is hitting and touching on something that is pertinent to today, like The Sound of Freedom, that's a yes. But what Yako shared on that podcast is the it needs to be the the runner up to it. It should be movie number two because the trafficking industry, yes, it's global, but Joe, it's right here in our backyard. It is. I mean, literally the night that I watched the sound of freedom, which was last Tuesday, Yako texted me that night. Pray. He said, pray for me. Him and his team were in Dallas, Texas, trying to rescue a male victim that had been taken in and being trafficked by the cartel. In Dallas, Dallas is a hundred million dollars a year sex trafficking industry. Texas is the number two state in the entire country. So it is not just in Colombia or Dominican Republic or all these other places. There is a very strategic and systematic network in place to get kids, not just in rural areas or not just in urban areas, but in even higher echelon areas. They know how to look for and target females, females that are maybe having daddy issues, that uh, maybe their parents aren't around a lot, uh, and they they will spend months, Joe, months creeping in, getting close to that to that boy or girl. Normally, it's female. Yeah. In order for in order to just get them to trust them enough, and then once they do, what he shared, it's like once they trust them, it is a it's a downhill slippery slope, and it's that's prevalent and that's happening every single day in our country. So it is uh, it's something that parents, all of Americans, every warm blooded, patriotic American that hates anything that has to do with these minor attracted pedos. uh, They want to be called something else other than the the disgusting, degrading thing that they are. uh, Every single one of them needs to be exposed. But they're all over the place. And we, the people, must be aware of what's happening, what's at stake, where it's where it's taking place uh, so that we can then be the ones to push back and fight back and, and raise raise the alarm when the time comes, because it's happening all over the place. Seek out his show wherever you get great podcasts. It's the David J. Harris Jr. Show. Uh, go and do that. Go to David uh, DavidHarrisJr.com and also go to BraveBooks.com. There was a lot there. Uh, you may or may not know this. I'm in the San Antonio area of Texas. We've got a major problem mm-hmm. at the border. And as you were speaking, yes. I already sort of thought about this, but as you were speaking, it sort of solidified it for me. Um, there's a reason why the border is so open. There's a reason why they're yes. lying about the numbers. They're even lying today. They're letting in a thousand 
thousands and hundreds of thousands of illegals, but they're directing them to a port of entry, giving them a, a, a phone app where they can apply for parole, and they come in as if they're not illegal. So the numbers that you're seeing are about one sixth of what we're really uh, what we're really getting. And there is a major problem with sex trafficking, human trafficking, boys and girls, as you said. There are rape trees just on the other side of the border where they rape all the little girls and women and boys, and they hang their underwear on the tree as some sort of a trophy. Do you think, as I, you just brought this to my brain, do you think, as I do now, that there's a reason behind why the border is so open and it has something to do with what that movie is about? Absolutely, Joe. Absolutely. Eduardo, the producer that I'm looking to interview on my podcast very soon, uh, Eduardo actually shared this on another podcast, another interview. He said that the fact that the border is so wide open and that the, this administration, Joe Biden's administration, knows how open it is and how the cartel is using it to traffic children, he said, means one of two things. Either this administration is complicit or they're turning a blind eye on purpose. Right. Either one of the two is, uh, is nefarious, it's evil, and it shouldn't be allowed. But I think it's the first. I, I think it's the first. And the, the whistleblower uh, that came out and testified in Congress a month ago stating that 85,000 children had gone missing the real number to that I'm hearing is over 100,000, 105,000 children are missing, and they're literally being placed in the ha- in the homes of known traffickers, Joe. That's what the woman said in Congress. She said, "I'm not. this is not politics. This is children that are being placed in homes of known traffickers. Yaku also shared this on my podcast. He said that when a, a military-aged man shows up at our southern border, if they're holding a child, they're let right in. No, no questions asked. Right. So now, so now there are they are re, the cartel is recycling children, Joe. They're recycling children. They're giving these children to these military-aged men who are not coming here to assimilate into America. The, our, our government under Joe Biden is letting them in. God knows how many times these children are being raped, and then the cartel gives them back to somebody across the border to bring in another military-aged men. This is all happening on Joe Biden's watch. And, it, and, and, by, and by the way, David, David, it's not conjecture. I, I've got Border Patrol agents that, that are friends conjecture. of mine. These, they, have, they have seen the same children sometimes 10 times. And we're not yeah. doing DNA testing anymore, which Trump started to do, where we found out like 30% were, were not uh, related at all. And that's what actual families were coming. Now it is military-aged men. But these children are being recycled. Nobody seems to care about them. 85,000 missing that we know of. And you, you're right, it's probably over 100. What was it, 500 kids were separated from their, their law-breaking moms and dads under Trump, and he was ripping children from the arms of their parents? I mean, it is so nuts. Yeah. The yeah. messaging that's yeah. out there, David, is so nuts that you and I – Joining forces still aren't enough. We need everybody to wake up, open their eyes, and yes. understand the dire situation children especially are, are going through right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and just as you shared, Joe, the, the, main, the whole mainstream media, the propaganda arm of the left, they made a huge stink and uproar about, about Trump separating kids from parents. You want to know why he was doing that? He was doing it so that he could separate the children from the adult, right. and then ask each of them the same series of questions to make sure that child was actually a relative and not with a trafficker. Right. That's why Trump did it. So Joe, what's he do? Oh, no, we don't have to do that. They got a kid? Just let them on in. The cartel is making billions off of this. Military-aged men are coming in by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. Our country is literally, it's, it's disintegrating before our eyes, but as a person of faith, as a man that knows God loves this country, 
that this country was founded on Judeo-Christian values, that the men and women that fought and some died for this idea of America, I know and believe that God loves this country. He's not going to let it go to the way of communism. So I just believe that the stage is set, Joe, for miracles of biblical proportion. The kind of miracles that we've seen in the Bible that you read about in the Bible, I believe the stage is set right now for those exact same miracles to take place because God will not be mocked. God's children are not for sale. And those that want to continue to push this agenda against his children and him, they're going to be exposed. There's a, there's a scripture in the Bible, there's a story in the book of Esther of, uh, of uh, Mordecai, who was Jewish. And uh, Haman was this man that hated Mordecai because he wouldn't bow down to him. Uh, Mord- uh, Haman had the stage set. He was going to impale Mordecai. Everything looked perfect. He had the king that was about to just say, yes, he's going to sign this decree, which would have meant Mordecai would have been impaled on a spike pole right in front of the right in front of the town. And at the last minute, the last minute, that's why I say, but God, that you cannot count God out. You, he, he knows how to come in and make an entrance. Right. At the last minute, everything got flipped upside down. Mordecai was honored and Haman was impaled on the very same pole that he had sitting there waiting for Mordecai. That is where I believe we're at right now at this moment in history. God will not be mocked. He's going to show himself and he's going to show it because his kids are praying, are seeking him. Uh, and are asking for forgiveness and are asking him to heal our land. I firmly believe that. Yeah, I believe that too, and I'm glad that we're on the same team. I truly am. DavidHarrisJr.com is his website. Seek out his podcast, the David uh, J. Harris Jr. podcast. He's the host, of course, and go and get his book. It's called A Town Worth Defending at BraveBooks.com. David, I could ask you about, about 30 more things, and we're frankly out of time. Will you come back again soon? Absolutely. Love this, Joe. Absolutely. And if anybody likes the shirt, Get that at Love That Merch. I got the best patriotic merch out there. LoveThatMerch.com. <laughs> we'll LoveThatMerch.com. Se- we'll send them there as well. David, we appreciate you. We'll do it again soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Have an amazing week. I appreciate you hanging out. We brought it the best we could this week. Much more to come for you next week. Do not touch that dial. Have a great weekend. Bye. This is the Joe Pike Show.